It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Man sets world record as he stuffs 255 peeps in his mouth. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. All right, it is news time. Kevin, 8 o'clock, just after 8 o'clock here on a Monday morning. Favorite thing from Tennessee. What has Tennessee given us that is your favorite thing? Jack Daniels. Jack Tennessee whiskey. Easy. Oh. Easy. Speaking of Tennessee whiskey, Chris Stapleton was on the Grammys last night. I forgot when I was mentioning oh. the performers that were in the country world. I blew it there because Chris Stapleton was on in one of the best moments of the night, I think. Stevie Wonder was singing along with Smokey Robinson. Okay. Uh, those two guys combined are an age of, let's see, Stevie Wonder is 72. Smokey Robinson is 82. That's 154. Is that right? That's correct. 154 years old. And I don't know that there's one wrinkle on either one of them. <laughs> uh, I love that. I don't, it, it's wild. Those guys look great. They sounded great. They were singing. And then Stapleton was playing the guitar, and then Stapleton started singing with Stevie Wonder. What a use of Chris Stapleton to have two guys singing, and then he's your guitar guy. Yeah, he was guitar guy, and I thought it was, I, I was like, wait, is he just going to play guitar the whole song? But no, they finally let him chime in and sing a little bit, and uh, yeah, guess what? He's really stinking good. Well, Tennessee is doing something new, Slim, that might be better than Tennessee whiskey. And it is, they are trying to pass a bill in the state legislation where the day after Super Bowl will be a holiday. This bill has actually been proposed. Come on. Originally, it was proposed by two Democrats that are, you know, unfortunately, they say for them it could be a tough road because it is a Republican state. Like, the Congress is controlled by Republicans. But they changed some things to it. Originally, they were going to replace Columbus Day with the Super Bowl Day. They were just going to swap okay, a holiday. Okay, I love okay? that. But then they said, no, 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 no. In the upcoming and final version of the bill, we won't be replacing any other holidays. But with more than 16 million Americans expected to skip work the day after the Super Bowl... And about eight million expected to ask for the day off in advance. That's a total of twenty-four million people. We're talking about a major hit to the workforce. My bill simply wants to examine giving the rest of the day the rest of us the day off. Let's face it, it doesn't get much more American than the Super Bowl, and it's becoming more and more the norm to miss work the next day. Yeah. So maybe we should just legalize it. Yeah. Or at least talk about it. So that is the, the bill that is in front of, you know, the House there in Tennessee to vote on and figure out if this will be something that happens. We had one time one employee told us that they did not like, they were like, well, I don't like football. We had brought this up to them. They're like, well, I don't like football. Right. And I thought, you you don't like football so much that you don't want a day off work. 
That is yeah, an see, that's unbelievable the, amount of hatred for football. And I know as he said, as I was reading it right there, what's more, there's not much more American than the Super Bowl. And I, I heard somebody out there listening going, BS. Right. I don't like I don't, the I, NFL. I, I don't like football. That's not American to me. Okay. But would you take a day off? <laughs> yeah, the answer should be yes. Always. I guarantee you there's a holiday that you get off that you're not that passionate about. Yeah. We were like, eh, it's a nice to have a day off. Man, it's the best. Yeah. It's the best. The, I will celebrate any holiday if it gets me a day off. Yes. I'm 100%. willing to. Yeah. 100%. I am with you, Slim. Uh, so good work, Tennessee. I've been rooting for you for a lot of things over the years, but this is one that I definitely can get down with. Kev, if they get that passed, I will, I will put Jack Daniels to number two. I'm willing to do okay. that. I'm willing to take Jack Daniels as the second best thing out of Tennessee behind a day off work every year. You know, and, and the great news is it would only be in Tennessee, but once one state does it, you know how that is. Other states then want to jump on board and be like, well, if Tennessee's doing it, we got to do it. Totally. That always happens. Yeah. So good, good work, Tennessee, and I hope it works. And one more story for you here, Slim. Teslas are amazing. They do a lot of cool stuff. I saw one the other day at the store, and I saw kids getting into it. It was one of the, the four-door ones, and there was like, you know, these kids were probably like 11 or 12. They're boys, and they walked up, and the doors do the thing where they open up. Oh, yeah. They're like wings, and I thought, okay, that looks so cool. For, for kids, how cool is it getting into a Tesla? Oh, I, and I didn't realize the Teslas had the doors that opened up. Yeah. Oh, they're awesome. That's really cool. And so- Police in California say, Tesla, you're pretty amazing, but you still aren't much of a contest for a cow. A Tesla hit a cow on one of the highways. The cow flew up on top of the car, hit the windshield, broke the windshield. The cow also, uh, you know, he was so scared he pooped his pants, but cows don't wear pants. So he broke the windshield and pooped all over the Tesla. (laughs) Uh, Cops arrived on the scene uh, They investigated the collision And said that it was The cow was fine The cow actually was not injured And they were able to get the cow back to its owner It was one of those where it hit it just right And it just slid right up the car Hit the windshield, broke the windshield Well I mean What did they do? Ask the cow? Do you hurt? Uh, uh, I think he said no I just always think cap the Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Yep, I drink a glass of whiskey every day. Right. Like, yeah, but does that work for everybody? Like, Kevin James. It didn't help you live to be 109, sir. No, I don't think it did. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Hey, coming up in uh, just about 10 minutes, your chance to win $15 to Dutch Bros with Beat the Show. It is Super Bowl week, and that's what I'll tell you. Okay. It's Super Bowl week, that's what I'll tell you. But yeah, 15 bucks to Dutch Bros. And again, if you win it, we have no problem accepting Dutch Bros drinks here. You know, if you, if you go to Dutch Bros and you can't figure out how to spend all $15 on yourself, we'll send you our order. 
still going to try to weasel my way yeah, into one of these. You might things. as well. I'm going to figure it out. KJ, what do we got today for the final story? Well, I have a. Uh, we're going to double dip a little bit. Okay. Double dip and dog stories. I like that. If you that. don't mind. Yeah. Top five most loved dog breeds, followed by a dog story that will leave you with a smile. Okay. Most loved dog breeds. Number five, the Stratfordshire Bull Terrier. Okay. Number four, Springer Spaniel. I wish I had my sound effects in here. I don't know where Jay hides them. Number three. Let's hit this bell. Bless you. That is not a dog's name. That is just a sneeze. Yeah, that's fine. Golden Retriever. Okay. Comet. Number two, Cocker Spaniel. And the number one most loved, Labrador Retriever. Nice. What's Jay's dog again? Jay's is a Chesapeake Bay Retriever. Okay. Sorry, Jay Bird. You didn't get a top five. All three of them are. Take that. Your dog's not Uh, loved. What is your dog, Slim? A mix Schnauzer, of what? Schnauzer, mutt. That's what it is. I don't know yes. what it is. She's great. She's absolutely great. She but not had a the lot most of chicken loved nuggets brand. this weekend. I'm but sorry. not the most loved. Uh, and finally, we bring you this today. Uh, it's a great way to start your Monday if you need a little smile. This made me smile, and I said, "Well, that's really cute." A German dog trainer earned a Guinness World Record when his team of fourteen dogs performed a conga line. <laughs> the video is on our Facebook page, Slim. Highly recommend you take a look at it. It'll give you a smile. Wolfgang Lauenberger earned the record for the most dogs ever in a conga line with 14 trained dogs. It takes them a moment to get the conga line going, but once they do, it is maybe one of the cutest things you'll ever see as the dogs dance around in a conga line. <laughs> 14 of them. Okay. By the way, kind of a bad dad. Took the record from his own daughter who held it since February of 2022 with nine dogs. Cool dad move. Yeah, that's kind of a jerk thing the to do. The video's fun. We're not going to... Maybe he's just, you know, teaching her a lesson. Like, keep working hard and you can beat me. Are conga lines great or terrible? They're fun. Human? I think they're fun, right? Depend... I know that I have a really fun party... When they do a conga line. Yeah, I feel like you're in a good spot. If a you're conga a line breaks out, spot. it means the dance floor is working. Yeah, a very forced one is not fun. But right. one that just kind of happens, you go, okay, these people are having fun. And I feel like if the if the dance party is going and it's already in a good spot and a conga line comes comes out and it, and it begins, it's going to bring people who are not dancing, the outsiders, will get yes. out on the dance floor and it gets them into a space where they're comfortable and maybe they'll stay out there after the conga line is done. Right, and I always I always say that if there's a conga line. I'm like, oh, if you're just sitting there, it's a good time to get up and just get in line because it's so easy. Like You don't have to do anything. You're just walking, basically. Is there a specific kind of song that brings out the conga line? Is there conga line music or is it any song could be... A conga line Okay, song. the one, if I have a crowd that I know is going to maybe be conga line worthy, there are numerous songs, but the one I play a lot of times is Hot, Hot, Hot by that, Buster Poindexter. You're feeling hot, hot, hot. hot. Yeah, that, that's a good it's conga line song. It's got to have that song. Latin vibe to it. That, yeah. That's what makes it work. Okay, I like that. I was looking here to see if there's a list of great conga line songs 
but it does not. It just this thing I'm reading, article I'm reading, talks about the idea behind a conga line and the reason it works because it's a one, two, three kick, then repeat. So you have a specific rhythm to a song that makes it a great conga line song. Yes. You can't just have Luke Combs going, going, gone, going. Or Beautiful Crazy, which we'll play here in a second. Beautiful Crazy would not work at all. No. I mean, Gloria Stefan also has the, the conga. I think it's just called conga. Okay. It's pretty good, too. Well, it makes sense. Let's see. Yeah. And the, the, the Cuban-American band Miami Sound Machine reached number 10 on the U.S. Billboard Top 100 with a song called Conga that was made for... Conga lines. Really? Yeah. So I have to look that one up. The conga dance is good enough that it catapulted a song into the top 10 at one point. Not quite Macarena levels, but pretty good for the conga. Pretty good. Didn't want Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. You grind up a pill and you put it in. I think my mom always did honey. Oh. And then, you know, I'd eat a spoonful of honey. and Kevin James. I see. Why didn't you put it in your baby food? Okay. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Kevin James, it is time for Beat the Show. It is brought to you by Dutch Bros. You will be our contestant in studio today because you're the only option. Jay is out today. So I hope you're feeling Beat the Show ready. Last week was Big Brain Monday. Okay. I don't feel like my brain... There you have it. Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Hey! Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Step right up. It's time to beat the show. What? Beat the All right, show. let's say it's hello to, to your competitor show. today. Boston John, how's it going? Hey, good. I'm on top challenge, um, Jay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that would work out poorly for everyone. He, uh, Jay out today. You get Kev. Boston John, how are you feeling brain-wise on a Monday? Well, it's a Monday, so not bad. <laughs> are you interested in the Super Bowl at all this weekend? Not really because none of my teams are in it. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to Philly. Okay. Will you watch it this weekend? The commercials. Okay, he'll watch the commercials. There it is, yeah. Kev, will you yeah. watch the Super Bowl this weekend? I will. I mean, I will watch it, certainly, and try to – I just an excuse to have bad food. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, Kevin, it's Super Bowl is the theme today. Good luck. Get out of here. All Boston right. John, you are going to get seven trivia questions. I've got 60 seconds on the clock for you to work through these ones. Pass on a question if you need to. We will get back to the questions you pass on. If time allows. Kevin has left the studio, so we begin with question one. What superhero fights the villains Brainiac and Doomsday? I have no clue. What election day in February or March is when the greatest number of states hold their primary elections? The primaries. Within one, what year did the Seattle Supersonics move to Oklahoma City? Oh, that would have been two in the 2000s. I just don't know. 2004. Bill Murray played a character named Ernie McCracken, who was famous for doing what? Mm, pass. According to the poem, Santa's belly shook like what? Jelly. I'm going to need a little more than that. Oh. 
Gee, that's all I remember. Okay, I'm going to give you half credit. Uh, what fast food restaurant is the home of the famous bowl? Uh, Wendy's. America Ferreira and Ben Feldman were in what 2010s NBC comedy? Friends? 2010s. What was it? Friends. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Kevin! All right, Boston John got to hear all the questions. We will see how he did in Super Bowl trivia. Super Bowl is the theme today, Kev. You're going to get the same seven questions Boston John just worked through. 60 seconds on the clock for you. Same rules. If you need to pass on a question, you sure can. We'll get back to the ones you pass on if time allows. Okay. I have a great question for John when we're done. Okay. Can we begin with question one, which goes like this. What superhero fights the villains Brainiac and Doomsday? Uh, pass. What election day in February or March is when the greatest number of states hold their primary elections? Super Tuesday? Within one, what year did the Seattle Supersonics move to Oklahoma City? Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. 2008. That's right on the head. I was lucky. Bill Murray played a character named Ernie McCracken, who was famous for doing what? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, pass. According to the poem, Santa's belly shook like what? A bowl of jelly. What fast food restaurant is the home of the famous bowl? Oh, uh, Jack of the Mugs? All right, let's no. see. You didn't get to the last question. We'll see how Good you did Lord. with them today. The superhero that fights Brainiac and Doomsday, see, every answer yeah. was around super and bowl. Superman. Superman fights Brainiac and Doomsday. He wins. Uh, Spoiler alert. It is 0-0. Neither of you, you both passed on that one. What election day in February or March has the greatest number of states holding the primary elections? I had no idea what this even was, but it is Super Tuesday. It is Super Tuesday. Nicely done, KJ. You take a 1-0 lead. You nailed the Supersonics question. 2008, summer of 2008. What a bummer. They... Had their first season as the Oklahoma City Thunder in 2008-2009. Boston John was a couple years off with 2004. Kev, you're up 2-0. Bill Murray played Ernie McCracken. That movie was Kingpin, and Bill Murray was a famous bowler. He was bowling, bowling. That I should have got. I liked that movie a lot. I'm going to give John the full point on this one. It's 2-0, by the way. He said that Santa's belly shook like jelly, which it does, but I was looking for bowl and super and everything. Yes. A bowl full of jelly. Kevin, I'm going to give you the full point. I'm going to give John the full point as well. It is 3-1. The fast food restaurant that is home to the famous bowl is KFC. KFC is the home of the famous bull. It is still three to one going into the final question. John at least got to get a guess on this one. America Ferreira and Ben Feldman were in what 2010's NBC comedy? It's an Superstore. under Superstore. Kev, it's an underrated show. It's so funny. I've only seen little bits and oh. pieces of it, Slim, and you're right. Every time I've seen it, it's very funny. It is so stinking funny. Superstore was that one. Neither of you got it. Uh, Kevin, you are going to give the win. You're going to get the win today. So caller seven is going to get this this Dutch Bros gift card. Caller seven five zero nine four four one zero nine nine nine. But Kevin, you had a question for Boston John. Yeah, you're a Boston guy. Is that normal to root for a Philly team, or is that kind of unusual? 
Oh, very unusual, you know. I, I won't vote for any East Coast team unless it's the Patriots. And to give you a little trivia, what two teams have the most Super Bowl wins, Evan? And if you get this wrong, I will get the coffee card. Oh, wow. Okay. So, new okay. New you, you know what, well, Kevin? You know what I'm going to do? Yeah. I'm going to give Caller 7 the Dutch Bros gift card. Okay. But Boston John has put a new thing out there that he will get the gift card if you cannot get this right. I will, I will allow that. I will allow that. So this is for Boston John to win a gift card. Kev, what two teams have the most Super Bowl wins? Well, I would say the Patriots. That's one of them. Are one of them. And gosh... I feel like I should know this. I will I take like a too. stab and say 49ers. Boston John, can I take a guess at the other one? Oh, yeah. And I believe Kevin should know this because it was late 70s, early 80s. Is it not the Pittsburgh Steelers? Oh. Yep. Yeah, Terry yep, Bradford. Terry Bradford run. Okay. Boston John, you have just won yourself some Dutch Bros, $15 to Dutch Bros. We'll still give one away to Caller 7 right now, but hang on, Boston John. That's a great <laughs> trivia question. Look at this. I'll do that all week. If you come up with a trivia question, a question during the time where I the contestant like is doing it and it's in the theme, yeah. I love that. That's fun. Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. The Big 99.9 Coyote Country. Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Oh, I did. I rolled in a National North sweatpants. in sweatpants. Kevin James. Wow. What kind? What kind of sweatpants? Happy it, New Year. Was just, it the elastic around the ankle kind? Oh. No, just uh, the or are they more bell bottom kind? Black bell bottom. <laughs> the Jay and Kevin Show on the Big Ninety Nine Nine Coyote Country. Kevin James, it is time for the stat of the day. We are going to head into the dating world today for the stat of the day. And I'll get you the stat of the day once I find this. It's the Jay and Kevin Show stat of the day. We go to the dating world and we live in the bad date world. How long are people waiting before they make an excuse to get out of wow. a bad date? Now, on the text line, here are the numbers we're at. We have one minute. I don't believe that. One minute. Okay, I don't believe that. One minute. <laughs> We've got 15 minutes from Wayne. Jen said 30 minutes. We've got another 30 minutes from a 208 number. An hour and a half. Wow. An hour Give and a half. 90 minutes. That's but very kind. There is reasoning behind it. An hour and a half because you'll have good stories to tell your friends. Oh, so yes, that's what I was say. It's hard, hard for me. I, I first of all, never been on a bad date that I know of. Okay, <laughs> like in my mind, it wasn't a bad date. Maybe for that person, it was, but I don't. I don't think so. I know I have been on a bad date, Kev, and I know I was a bad date one time mm -hmm. where the person used an excuse to get out of it. I know that for a fact. It was very embarrassing, and they just bailed on you because you were bad. Now. The thing with us that makes it very different is if I'm on a bad date, like if I were to start dating right now and I took somebody out and that happened, I would try to make it last as long as possible for the stories because of the radio. Absolutely. Like that's just gold. Like, oh, please be a bad date. But yeah, I would say the average, I feel like 30 minutes probably makes sense because what are you doing? Are you at, are you at dinner? Are you... How do you make it much shorter than that if you're at a place? Yeah, that's tough. Where it's, I mean, it's 30 tough. minutes is hard to get out, I would think. So 
I will say in that half hour range, the average time it takes to notice a spark, something's happening. Mm-hmm. There's something happening here. I think I know this answer. 25 minutes. Oh, is that what they say? Okay. 25 minutes to notice a spark the or a thing, lack of one. The old thing used to be seven minutes. Oh, really? Which is why we did Jay and Kevin's seven-minute date. Okay. Where we had a hotel lobby, like not a lobby, hotel conference room, and we set up all these people on dates, and it was seven-minute speed dates. Okay. And you would go around from one person to the next to the next. So everybody got like, I don't remember what it was. Let's say it was 12 dates in your age group, whatever, where you would just go from table to table and you would talk to these people. And it was a great way to meet 12 new people. And they claimed in seven minutes, you would have an idea whether you were interested in seeing them again. Um, That makes sense. It was fun. It was a fun deal. And, And actually, I think we had a few people who did pretty well out of it. I believe... One of them went on to get married. Wow. Yeah, I love I to think hear they, it. They, they tell us that every once in a while, and I wish I could remember their names. I love to hear it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we will do some dating talk again at 9 o'clock when we actually get to our listener letter, which huh. we'll tell you that our listener letter got interrupted. Our first caller for the listener letter today, if you missed it. He was great. Our first caller... As we went to the phones to get a response to a letter about dating as a married couple with children, our first caller, we go, hi, uh, who's this? And the person goes, hey, it's Easton Corbin. Hey, it's Easton Corbin. Yeah, Easton We're Corbin. Like, oh, my. We had him scheduled to be on the show at 820 today, yeah. and he was in at 720. It's an hour difference. Yep. And he called in as our first person in the listener letter. He did not have thoughts in the listener letter. We'll get to that. But 51 minutes. For a bad date is how long people are willing to put up with it. Yeah, that seems to make sense. I, I just feel like if you're at a dinner or something, that's about how long no. it's going to take before you can get the heck out of there. Yeah, that that you're right about that. Here here are the reasons. Here are some of the reasons. Also, people are trying to get out of a date. Here okay. are the top ones. Poor conversation flow is number one. Boy, that's tough. If, I, I can't imagine. I, I remember one date I went on, and this person and I had like a great rapport. When we were texting each other, and then we went on a date, and at first, like the first five minutes was really kind of slow, and I thought, oh, no. But then I just did the thing where I kind of took over and just started talking a lot, and then it started to flow very good. But at first, I was like, oh, no, what if it continues like this? This is miserable. The second would be struggling for topics to talk about. So right in that same vein. Yeah. Right in that same vein. Number three, someone having no sense of humor. Oh boy. That's tough. If you want yeah. humor, if you need humor and someone does not have it, that, that one is going to be difficult. And it's probably similar the other way. If you don't love a crazy sense of humor and someone's just coming in strong with all the jokes. That's not fun. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Rudeness, number four. Number five, constantly checking on their phone, constantly having the phone out. Yeah, that one's bad. And then, and then number six. The atmosphere being awkward. That has nothing to do and it has nothing to do with the actual person or them but if the atmosphere you're in is awkward it will affect the date and the likeliness of the date to continue yeah i had i guess my only one of my worst dates i apologize to i don't even know if i remembered her name this is in college mid-eastern 2003 and a girl wanted to go to lunch with me we had lunch at the same time we had a class yeah we had a break and she's like we should go to lunch sometime I'd never been asked ever that question in my life. I'm like, what? Like, let's go. I'm like this, I don't even know what to do. 
before he texting, so I don't know. I can't text my buddies to say, how do you maneuver right. this situation? I have no idea what to do. And I said, well, I'd love to go to lunch. She goes, okay, where do you want to go? I picked Carl's Jr. because it was my favorite place in Cheney <laughs> at the time. It was not what she wanted to do for lunch. Not what she had in mind. It was not the place she had in mind. Guess what? The food ruled. The, yeah. The, the, quote, date was terrible. Not so good. But the food ruled. Jay, Kevin, and Slim.